MVCC MVCC So with a couple of alum in the room now, uh, how did the scholarship fund kind of get started? Can anybody talk a little bit about that? That's a funny question because the person that really had the idea and was in charge of all of that uh, is not here right now. Um, I, I was there at the time, but I was honestly kind of away from the planning of any of this, uh, and I just came I came back to things and they were just like, okay, well, we're meeting with this person and that person and it's starting. And I'm like, what's going on? So it was for me, it was as a third person, not being directly involved in it, but I can tell you that things, things were like dynamite fast with, with how fast they were working on it. And I think the school recognized, um, the, the people that operated the school at the time recognized how important that, that representation um, and that acknowledgement was for you know for our demographic. I mean, it's what 33% Arab Middle Eastern students. That's amazing, you know. Um, and for that to be that long, since the school's you know been around and since that demographic has been prevalent, I think that kind of they kind of woke up and they were like, oh, <laughs> maybe we do need some sort of scholarship for these kids. I would agree. Um, I feel like without even our sponsors and community members getting involved as well, we wouldn't be where we are today. Because uh, we got a lot of donations our first annual banquet. And I feel like that just, um, that made it a lot more um, accessible to students because we were able to provide, instead of a scholarship for one student, we were able to provide uh, to two or three students at a time because we had enough in our budget to afford that. So without mainly our community members, I don't, I don't think we would have been able to do it so you know Arab money can take us a really long way I wasn't there the first year the scholarship was uh, started when Hilal and Noor were and the people that were before me but I was there the second year and I became out of like very involved with the with the club from the get-go and I remember that what they did was to answer your question is they reached out to specific community members that were uh, pretty much involved, mostly alums of Moraine Valley that know exactly how the, the student body, uh, the Arab student body in, on campus felt and how, uh, how they, like their trends, the way they work, what they do, their families and everything. So it felt like this scholarship was something that is long overdue. And with the, you know, like Noor said, just uh, to thank them for what they did, but also the, all the efforts that the students have put in, and of course, excellent leadership uh, and guidance, you know, because to, it's one thing to create events, but it's an entirely different thing to create a scholarship. It's an entirely different thing to have something that is year, um, um, on yearly basis, uh, monitored and carried out by the foundation of Moraine Valley and that has committees and you know you have that money coming and you have this event and hopefully very soon we will be chartered so we won't even have to rely on donation that much but you know we're working at it and what it, what's been done in the last um, five years has been great every year we, we aim to give two scholarships and we end up giving six because of the funding has been great so uh, just to say that yeah it's been a work in progress and uh, let's see what 
happens this year too. Um, and so this is for everybody. Can you all talk about some of the current efforts to like keep the scholarship going? Like what kind of work goes into keeping this available for everybody? Bake sales. <laughs> so we, we usually try to have one bake sale every semester or some kind of other fundraiser that involves food. So how that goes is we ask local com uh, community like bakeries and stuff like can you guys donate to us please? And usually a majority of the time it's a lot of Bada bakeries do donate to us and actually a lot of American ones do as well. So we just kind of tell them like yo this is our scholarship we just we're not going to take any funds for ourselves. It's all for the scholarship that we provide for students and the c most of the places are very open to it. Other places are like it's a long process, but so bake sales, falafel sales also same thing we get donations from the community and then the last thing we kind of do is usually maybe like sell shirts um little like asu memorabilia memorabilia and usually people really like our shirts and stuff so that's kind of is a way to just kind of keep the funds coming into our scholarship and then of course there's always people who'd like just like to donate um so if you all could give a message to like a future recipient of the scholarship like what would you tell that person Tell your friends is what I would say, because uh, not a lot of people know about the scholarship. I would like to say to whoever would receive this in the future is that, um, you know, it's just easy money if you're uh, doing what doing your part and you feel like you are proud of uh, who you, you know, the group you belong to, quote unquote, belong to. But I mean either way you just all you have to do is just apply so I would like to say to the future recipient is that we got you and we're gonna we're gonna try our best or the kid the, the students now are gonna try their best we are no longer in the picture but whatever we can do is we're gonna try our best to keep this coming and keep this um, alive so because it really helps you know regardless of the amount it actually really helps a lot of students and not to mention the fact that it's it's good on your resume and it's, it's good on um, it's good for future employment it's good for just self-esteem it's just a great way to be honored um, by people that look like you think like you struggle like you it's just a great way to be um, um, given the props that you feel like you deserve because you've been doing your part so yeah. to kind of go off of what he said um, I would say that I would be proud if you were the one to be the recipient of it because knowing that these alumni work so hard to, to establish it and, and then watching, you know, a fellow, you know, ASU members work so hard to keep it going. Uh, if you're someone that receives it, you know, feel proud about it. You know, they worked really hard for you to get this, uh, to get that scholarship. But at the same time, I think you should turn around and work just as hard to make sure the next person in line gets it and then work even harder to make it just keep letting it grow um, and take it further and further because this can keep going on. You know, this is our fifth year. Um, but we want to see it keep going. We don't want it to stop. I think it's very important that everybody applies. <laughs> it's money's on the table, um, but even more so, the more that we apply, the more they understand that we're we're out here looking to be heard. We're out here working as hard as we can to get what we deserve, and uh, we're, we're going to take it if we can. I think that's an important message too, is to take what we need. To me, as it being my first year, although I wasn't able to apply this year, it was more so like all the hard work that the alumni have put into it is just like he was saying earlier, putting, getting the hard work from them to get the scholarship is just going to help you motivate yourself to hard work harder. And with that hard work comes more. It's also something like very fortunate that we have in, like in this area because some people aren't represented like we are in here, like 
we are at Moraine, and as well as how they were saying they needed, they got a scholarship because there wasn't anything for um, Arab students in at the school. So if you do, like whoever receives or receives it in the future should feel very fortunate to have the opportunity to be represented in a way that helps benefit them. So, <laughs> Not just for this scholarship, I think you should be proud if you receive any scholarship, as long as you apply, that's the main point. There's so many scholarships that go unused because students don't really apply for it and it's a really easy application. You just kind of have to fill out the basic information and a little questionnaire at the end. And um, yeah, I think it's been really said to just how important it is to apply to this and just how important it is to also give back if you've been awarded this or any scholarship. What brings you back for this event as an alumni? So my name is Suzanne Ekras, A-K-H-R-A-S. Um, I'm the founder and executive director of Syrian Community Network. Uh, we're a refugee support organization based in Chicago. Um, and we serve families from uh, Evanston to Hyde Park, Chicago to Aurora. Um, uh, so these are all Syrian refugee families, 100, about 180 of them in Chicago. Uh, I graduated Moraine Valley in, in the December of 1991. Um, it was a really, uh, I had a really great experience here in, in, in Maureen Valley. I, I felt very comfortable. I came out of a re small religious school, um, and I, I immigrated uh, from Syria to Chicago. Um, uh, so the transition, so it was difficult, you know, in high school and, you know, hard to, you know, acclimate and adjust. But coming to Maureen Valley was really helpful because the class sizes were small, and I felt um, I belonged. I was very happy here. I, um, uh, I took all the classes that I wanted. I had great great professors. I wasn't active in student life as much uh, as I would like. I should have been, uh, but I was just trying to navigate uh, because I, uh, as a new immigrant, you know, you try to navigate more, <laughs> try to survive more than anything. Uh, but I would say um, uh, anyone who's thinking about. Uh, going to school, uh, whether to a, a big, you know, four-year university or coming to Maureen Valley, I think they will find uh, everything that you need here at Maureen. Especially if you're, um, you're, you, you know, maybe you've immigrated, or that you maybe can't afford to go to a four-year institution, or that you um, are a little bit shy, or you know, you just need to kind of like grow a little bit. You know, everybody matures in a different rate, and I think Maureen really gives you that sense of belonging and can nurture people uh, as they as they grow up and mature, so. So how have you kind of watched the ASU change over the years as an alumni? And actually, was there an ASU, an Arab Student Union, when you attended here? Um, actually, when I was here, I was kind of embarrassed to be associated with the Arab Student Union because they had a bad reputation. Um, I hate to say that. Um, I, I tried to stay away as much as possible because um, the, the the rumor was that if uh, the alarm came on, it was somebody from the ASU that did that because they wanted to avoid a test. So I really tried to avoid my best to not to, um, you know, interact as much. Not I don't know if that was a good thing or not, but. Um, 
uh, I noticed in the in the mid 90s and closer to the uh, end of the 90s uh, that uh, Moraine Valley reached out to the community, uh, the Mosque Foundation community, spe specifically that's where many of the students were coming from in the Bridgeview, Oakland area. And I think they they become like there was a mutual relationship that was formed. And I think Moraine and the mosque and the you know different schools you know started working more together to address the issues of um, you know of uh, you know immigrant students or uh, students who maybe were came from an ethnic background uh, just to help them fit in a little bit more and so I think that really helped I mean what Maureen what I what I saw from Maureen Valley leadership and I saw them coming to the interfaith dinners the Ramadan dinners and um, at the mosque because I was active at the mosque at that time um, I saw that um, it took uh, the leadership from Maureen to realize that this is a growing population and that um, you know reaching out was the best thing to do and that the mosque was re reached back also so it was very mutual and I think this was uh, I seen this club grow and, and something to be proud of and with the leadership of Nina um, I, I became, become her friend and, and so she's pulling me back in as an alumni. other thoughts about tonight or about the event that you want to share before we wrap up uh, shout out to Nina for being the best advisor that's the main um, thing I want to say <laughs> I would also agree um, without Nina um, dr. Shoma Dijani we would not be where we are today I feel like she not even the foundation of Marine Valley itself but the foundation of Nina Shoman to be honest, we would not be where we are. I feel like she, I mean, as as a previous student of uh, uh, Moraine and Nina being my mentor for almost six years, um, I can say and vouch that she truly cares about representing the Arab American students and the Arab American community here. And she's done such an excellent uh, job, uh, an incredible job, um, doing that and uh, I feel like with her hard work and dedication and her love for stu for, stu uh, for her students and education that this is um, gonna continue on and hopefully be bigger and better than what we started off with so um, thank you Nina for always being uh, there for um, the Moraine Valley students and Arab American students and uh, yeah without you this uh, you know, might have not happened yeah, basically, without Nina, there is no Arab Student Union. So, <laughs> I'm not going to say this because she just walked in the room, but I think one day, what what just been been uh, what Nina's been doing and what like the students that she's been influencing and mentoring, I think one day we're going to actually have a like a physical monument on campus for <laughs> the Arab American efforts, like a building or a library or like just a media room, something, a cafeteria. I don't know what it's going to be. But it's going to be something because of like the, just the incredible work that she's been doing. And she hasn't just been uh, like in a professional capacity a mentor. She's also been a, a, a person that even in personal affairs, she would be there for you to actually push you to achieve things on both levels. And that's something very rare to find in like a very fast-paced and, uh, and uh, you know, really a, a cutting-edge environment like education or academics. So she's been just a great friend mentor and a, and a leader and i i'm just glad that we've been working with her and everybody else that she's influenced because we've made each other better to, to get us to a point where we can actually do something like this and have people come 
and leave and still talk about it. So that's I feel like there's impact and there's also a lot of effort that's being put in. And so I'd like to thank everybody, but specifically this, I hope this like, just remember this is for Nina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd like to add one more thing. Um, so uh, right when I first started uh, Moraine, Nina you know, was my mentor. Um, as I started ASU, we started to have this kind of relationship. And I remember her uh, telling me um, to run to be student trustee. Uh, she was like, Noor, this is such a great opportunity. You're going to be the first Arab Muslim female to be a student trustee. And to see, I mean, of course, I was you know, involved in wanting to be student trustee. I wasn't forced by Nina, but um, she really saw the passion and dedication in me and wanted me to represent um, the Arab American students in, in, uh, in Marine Valley. And after that, I would say at least three or <laughs> three student trustees were Arab American right after I uh, got um, enrolled into that position. So um, not even just saying how Nina motivates us to be leaders in our community and leaders at Marine Valley, but we also, as leaders, inspired so many other Arab American students to get involved and become part of ASU or even become on a board of trustees. So those little things can make such a huge impact and huge difference. And now I feel like more Arab students at Moraine feel like they are represented as having like Arab American students being a part of uh, the student trustee board or um, receiving scholarships and getting aid for um, uh, funding and, and, um, and schooling and whatnot. But um, just a message if anybody's hearing this right now uh, or whoever is, um, to get involved, which, whichever group you're involved in, to be as involved as you can um, at Moraine or whichever uh, place you'd like to be. But um, it never hurts, and especially this scholarship can take us a lot. I just I felt like everybody was giving Nina props and uh, she deserves more so um, <laughs> Nina honestly she like I said she honed in on kind of she saw she took a reluctant me and said hey go do this thing and I'm like well I guess if, if you really want me to and then it turned it turned that reluctance into motivation and then that motivation turned into encouragement myself the encouragement that I was giving back to my fellow classmates and then my friends you know it wasn't just it wasn't just hey you have the same interest as me we look the same let's get involved in this club it was hey let's have fun together with this club because this is what we're doing come I think you'd have you know we, you'd have great skills that you can apply to this organization and we we want to see it grow because of you with you and and I think Nina did that with us with every single one of us so Nina thank you I'm sorry if this is repetitive but <laughs> I I also want to say thank you to Nina because it all started with her um I work as a student employee in her department and uh, she's the assistant dean of the academic learning, uh, learning at Ren Enrichment Center. And um, she, I discreetly remember this. I was sitting at the desk, and she came up to me. She's like, Sophia, why don't you join uh, Arab Student Union? You don't have to be Arab. I like, <laughs> she's like, <laughs> because she knows she knows I'm Indian. But like, um, as a Muslim Indian, like, I still got to experience so much, and it's all because of her. So thank you, Nina. 
I have two words for Nina, boss lady. <laughs> she is the definition of boss lady, honestly. Nina has been like an inspiration to me. Literally, I look up to you. I know I'm looking at her right now, but I look up to you, Nina, so much. Like one day, I hope that I can achieve as much in academically in my community and just with myself the way have you have done and it's like truly amazing how much you've done for yourself the community and for so many other students so thank you so much get this woman a raise <laughs> yeah get her a raise um so i think that's all the time we have for everybody so thank you so much for being a part of this conversation This episode of MBCC POV was produced by Dan Matthews, Jahan Chappelle, and Tish Hayes, and edited by Dan Matthews, uh, with music by Lakey Inspire. Special thanks to the MBCC Library for supporting this podcast.